It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity, and she joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? Are you staying dry? I am staying dry. I don't think the same can be said for a lot of people out there, though. I know. You know, when it was smoky out there, we were all wishing for rain, and now we got what we asked for, I suppose, huh? We are a fickle bunch, Lori. That's just the way it goes. How are the markets today? Markets, the markets were actually in a positive earlier this morning and uh, have since turned negative. Um, you know, when we take a look at this correction that we're currently in, that we were anticipating, I mean, markets are down anywhere from 6 to 8% from the peak, uh, the recent peak. And, uh, you know, on Monday, I actually saw a lot of volatility as well. You saw markets down almost a thousand points and then closed kind of off 500. And so why are these, you know, things happening again? Of course, resurgence of COVID cases. I mean, on Monday, there was talk in the UK whether they're going to have another shutdown. uh, And, you know, they have since, um, you know, made some new restrictions requiring pubs, restaurants, and uh, other venues to close at 10 p.m., kind of similar to what's going on here. So they're doing what they can. Plus, you've got the U.S. stimulus bill still delayed, uh, and of course, political uncertainty ahead of the U.S. election. And even though Joe Biden continues to lead in the polls, um, Trump has been climbing up slowly as well, So, which we'll talk about. But uh, those three situations are why we're seeing more volatility in markets. And it's also to be expected once you know when we saw such a huge rebound off the lows uh, from March up until the end of August. Yeah, are there any concerns about that, like with the Canadian economy, the throne speech coming today, about what effect that will have on the markets? You know, I think at this point, I think there's a lot of focus uh, on the U.S. election and U.S. markets. In terms of Canada, uh, you know, we'll be waiting to see what they say. And uh, in terms of certain sectors can be affected uh, a lot by, say, Canadian politics, uh, you know, such as pipelines and such, uh, energy stocks, things like that. Um, But overall, what we're looking at in terms of the portfolios, uh, we're so heavily weighted in the U.S., and most people are because those are kind of the, the sectors and stocks that you've wanted to be in over the the past few years. Uh, so we're looking ahead to uh, the U.S. election, which could cause further uh, volatility. And we've done a lot of homework on that as of late. Uh, again, just uh, in, uh, getting prepared for, uh, for the next few weeks. Do, do the markets sort of in Canada, like the work that you do, do you take a look at, okay, like what might be good for our investors? Uh, in terms of the Canadian market? Well, in terms of who wins the election, I guess. Like, do you look at, okay, what might be beneficial? Yeah, I mean, you, for markets, uh, for markets' sake, you always want pro-business, right? I mean, that's kind of what, what we're looking at, lower tax rates, all those sorts of things. So whether that's Canada or the U.S. in terms of politics, that's what we need to see. But overall, just remember, markets in Canada or even the U.S., I mean, what, why do they move higher? Strong earnings, economic growth, and which political party is going to stand behind that and create that sort of environment for business to flourish, really, right? So, so we're looking for the same... Same things on both sides of the border, uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how everything lands over the next few months here, uh, here in Canada as well as uh, in the U.S. So then how, do you, how does anybody really invest given the kind of uncertainty that's going on? Well, you know, you can't predict what's going to happen with an election, but, you know, we do have history to, to go uh, and take a look at as well. And so we're looking at Republicans, and I'm talking about U.S. again, if you're looking at uh, Republicans and Democrats, there are certain sectors that will do better than others. You know, if Trump wins, we could expect growth sectors such as technology and consumer discretionary to continue to do well due to lower tax policies. If Biden wins, um, you would favor defensive sectors, which um, and, and would be more negative on 
technology, energy, and financials due to his current views. And, you know, the debate uh, and debates upcoming, um, you know, that will tell us kind of where everyone uh, stands in terms of their opinions and um, and what they're looking at going forward. But for us, what we uh, tend to do is, as we've talked about, is raise some cash leading into uh, periods of uncertainty. Also, just staying away from certain sectors like pharmaceuticals and energy companies at this time, keeping some powder dry, uh, which means keeping some cash on the sidelines so that you're ready, right? I mean, just remember that markets have actually gone up, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican um, in office. So the main thing is, is that you just have to look at some of this volatility as an opportunity. Look at upgrading the portfolio. You know, don't just stay in these sectors that you've held all year long just because they're down. Uh, make a move. Get your financial advisor to make a move. You know, uh, the world is always changing and you need to change with it. So whether it's because of COVID, the pandemic, whether it's because of earnings or whether it's because of an election, you just got to be on top of it. And that's uh, that's what we believe in, at right. least active management and not just sitting on our hands and waiting. Uh, but in terms of uh, the election coming up uh, in November 3rd, you know, we are going to have to kind of wait and see as we uh, lead out of there to decide uh, which sectors we're going to overweight and just have some cash on the sidelines as well. But this isn't a period where you just sell everything and run for the hills. Right. We've been through many elections yes. um, and you just have to be proactive and manage them with care. Okay, let's talk about retirement. Now, I'm a ways off from retirement. However, I do start in the back of my mind, sometimes start thinking about ways in which, you know, to start simplifying things. And I would imagine that's a big priority. I, You know, it really is. When you're thinking about retirement, uh, the idea the idea of living a uh, simple life and no worries comes to mind. I mean, of course, people used to dream about traveling and that uh, will come back at one point in time. But there are some kind of um, areas of advice that I have in terms of people thinking about retiring. Um, you know, one is you want to ensure you're with a strong portfolio manager and a team. Uh, do your homework. You know, you need to ensure that your portfolio can meet the minimum rates of return to meet your goals. So again, I'm speaking to people who also, um, you know, are really worried about markets and they think they have to stay in GICs uh, for the rest of their lives. Well, you probably aren't going to meet the rates of return that you need to retire comfortably. So you need to have another plan. You also need to make sure your spouse who doesn't deal with the finances is comfortable with the advisor that you're dealing with. If one of you is kind of mostly dealing with the financial team, uh, you want to make sure that there's a smooth transition in case something happens to you. I can't say that enough. Uh, make sure you have a lower risk financial advisor who specializes in retirement portfolios. Remember, not all financial advisors are created equal, and many of them do various types of business. It's just not their forte to do retirement uh, planning or retirement type portfolios. Just remember, one bad year or crash could change your retirement forever, so you want to make sure that you're with somebody that's qualified. Again, ensuring you're with a full-service firm. Again, uh, I think most firms offer financial plans now. I think that's kind of the norm. Um, But you want to make sure that, again, the advisor you're with offers that sort of thing. They all don't. Um, You want to make sure that you can sleep at night. You want to make sure that you have a personalized financial plan, not just, uh, you know, something the computer spits out. Uh, And consolidating your accounts as well. I think it's easier to track performance if you have all your accounts in one place. Uh, You have one captain navigating your ship, right, per se. Uh, And you can still diversify. So it doesn't mean you have all your eggs in one basket. It just means that uh, whatever advisor you're with can diversify by using not just their own portfolios, but possibly including external managers as well. 
Um, and again, you know, clean and downsize, you know, your lifestyle, your expenses, uh, your debt, uh, automate uh, what you can do and, and go paperless on your statements. And oh. of course, first and foremost, I would say is staying healthy, staying happy is really important to, uh, to a good retirement. It's so interesting that you say clean and downsize, because I think people think of doing that with their stuff, like their physical belongings, but maybe not necessarily with their financial holdings. Yeah, exactly. And and you want to do that as well. You just want to simplify. I mean, there's people that have come to us with, uh, say, their retirement portfolios, and they've got something like 22 different mutual funds. Well, you need to clean and downsize that as well. If you come to us and you tell us you have a bunch of debt, line of credits, things like that, uh, yet you own other investment properties, you know, maybe it's time to sell an investment property, pay off that line of credit so you don't have to think about it going right. into retirement. Again, you want to enjoy yourself um, and uh, and you want to have fun uh, during retirement. And there's ways to do that is, is that you don't have to worry about everything else around you in terms of your financial situation. Allow a good team to do that um, and, uh, and just make sure that you've got, uh, you know, all your ducks in a row and make sure that you have a financial plan in place. Great advice as always. Thank you, Lori. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact the Pinkowski Wealth Management Team at 604-695-LORI or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.